Welcome to the Encounter Christian Church Message Podcast, where we bring you the latest messages from our Sunday services. To find out more about Encounter or to plan your visit with us, you can find us online at www.encounter.cc. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey there, church. It's so great to be back with you after having some time off. I hope you've uh, tuned in to our Instagram Live. We are actually doing that as a church before the service now at 9.30. So if you weren't aware, I'd encourage you to tune in a bit earlier next Sunday where one of our team will be doing an Instagram Live session just to connect with you guys early. You can make comments and and we'll respond over there and just let you know what's going on in the life of the church. So at the moment, we are just starting a new series. We, we, you know, for the month of June, we just felt to to just speak into uh, this series of what we're calling... Uh, low battery please charge and you know I think we've all had moments in our life where we uh, you know have just run out of battery we're we're running low on energy motivation uh, low on strength life gets uh, on top of us and uh, you know and that that's sort of the premise of this series you know I I like to listen to audiobooks in the audio bible and and uh, through uh, bluetooth headphones and you know, I'll get half a day out of a battery charge of one of those and and when it's time for it to run out of battery, I get this warning sign that says, uh, you know, it's a lady speaking, just a recorded voice that says, uh, low battery, please recharge. And it, and it will give me two or three warnings before it shuts down. And in life, you know, we can have these warning signs just like that uh, lady speaking in my ear where we, we can have stuff going on like mo- low motivation or or just uh, not feeling excited about the future. And th- these are warning signs that we're running low on battery. And if we don't address those things, we can actually reach that point of shutdown. And that's what we want to avoid in life. We don't want to get to that point where we've just run out and of energy and we just don't want to do life anymore because that's not a healthy place to be. And I believe that God has actually got more for the, us than just living in that place of being depleted and no energy. And so today, I really want to kick off the series... Uh, with a message called what's draining your battery you know i uh, recently my phone was running uh, low on battery uh, capacity it wasn't wasn't charging for a whole day and so i had to go and do some research on what was draining my battery was it actually the battery itself or was there things that are operating in my system of the phone that just uh, were causing it to drain it faster than it should and so i did some research and uh, Google's able to give me some answers and so I, you know things like uh, you know too many apps open on my phone at once or uh, too many web browsers open at once uh, in the uh, the web-based uh, app or maybe uh, some of the settings weren't right and there were apps refreshing in the background uh, constantly using up my battery and you know Bluetooth being on all the time or you know the never really fully charging my phone you're just constantly charging it here everywhere never giving it a full charge or uh, one of the ones was uh, uh, the connection for the cable wasn't uh, wasn't right and so my phone wasn't actually charging properly so there are all these things these factors that could uh, drain the battery of your phone and uh, it's the same in our life you know we can have all these different uh, things that can drain our life and we we really need to uh, identify what they are you know maybe um, you know we've just got too much on our plate like the phone there's just too many apps open and we're trying to process all this stuff or our systems for running life aren't uh, need to be updated we're not 
using a good system the, to manage our life well and so we're getting overwhelmed and uh, not keeping up with things. And, and so, you know, we need to identify these things in order to be able to fix them and have a more healthily fulfilled life. And so today, you know, I want to I address and help you to find uh, one, one, I guess, area in our life that, that really gets to the core of uh, really draining our battery. You know, I, I personally have had two, two really specific times in my life where I've, I've just totally run out of uh, energy and strength and just kind of hit that wall where my, my battery was depleted. And uh, the first one was really... Uh, when I first became a Christian, I had been living a really unhealthy lifestyle. I, you know, I was living for the moment and just really, uh, you know, going out partying and, and not sleeping heaps and and no really not much routine to my life. wasn't eating well, and you know this sort of lifestyle really caught up with me. And uh, unfortunately, I I kind of hit this wall where. I went into this like deep depression for a while and it took me a long time to come out of that. It wasn't a good place to be. And fortunately for me, I actually really found God in that place. He came and met with me and through some different circumstances and I was then able to start the journey of turning my life around and start making more healthy choices for my life that, that uh, you know, ones that uh, come from following Jesus. And so, you know, that was the first distinct time uh, that I can really remember where I'd really hit uh, rock bottom. Uh, but then there was a second one after I had become a Christian was following God and where I had actually been working in uh, welfare for six years and um, I really got to the end of that time and just kind of was emotionally bankrupt. I See, when you work in um, welfare, there's this thing called vicarious trauma where the the people that you're working with actually put their trauma onto you and so you you carry the burden of their trauma and you know after time of carrying that for too long it can really start to weigh you down and it's like your cup becomes too full of sad stories and uh, the things that they um, put on you that you know they don't know that they're doing that it's more that this is their world and that you're just going into their world a bit and experiencing their world and there's only so much of that you can handle and after six years, uh, I had had enough. My cup was full. And, and so after that, I, I decided it was time to not do that anymore. And I, that's when I became the groundskeeper at the Christian College here. And I just needed time to rejuvenate my spirit and my soul and my mind and just really get my emotions back into a place that were healthy. And it was during that time that, that I really learnt a lot about myself. I was able to dig deep inside what really... Uh, drove me to do the things that I did and, and I was able to let go of some things and rebuild my life in a way that was way more healthy. And so I, I, can't, I want to do the same thing today. You know, we all uh, have these sorts of experiences and uh, get to those places where we have to really dig deep and find out what's really going on in our life that, that isn't working. Why are we getting so drained and so, so tired and, and how do we update those things? And so, you know... If you're going through that at the moment and maybe you've just run out of motivation and out of strength, I really want to help you today from the things that I've learned through my experience and things that the Bible says to, to get to a place of uh, where you don't reach those rock bottoms, where you stay at a more level, um, consistent uh, way of living where you, you're not up and down like a yo-yo and, and 
uh, living from day to day, just feeling like you're being, uh, you know, thrown back and forth in the waves, so to speak, where you just live a, a much more uh, peaceful life that Jesus has for us. I believe he has that for our life. And so I want to do that today. You know, I just hear too many stories of people just getting to that place where they're totally worn out of, um, you know, they can't go to work anymore and they're, they're on the bed, uh, on their couch, just totally depressed and on medication. And, and you know, there's no judgment there. This is just actually the reality of life sometimes. And how do we get out of that? How do we get out of that, that situation? And, and sometimes it takes uh, a lot of support and help and care, and I think we need to be giving that to each other. But I, I really want to focus on more how to not get to that place in the first place. And so, you know, Jesus really, really talks about this in Matthew 16, verse 24 to 27. I really want to dig deep into this today um, because I believe he's addressing a, a core human condition that we all have here. And so I just want to read verse 24 of Matthew chapter, 20, uh, chapter 16. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet for his soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. See, Jesus is talking to his disciples here about where they put their time and energy. And he's really getting down to a core uh, deeper level of uh, humanity. See, we we as a as human beings want to achieve, we want to gain things, we want to fill our life with stuff, and there there is a healthy way to do that. But I think that there can be some unhealthy desires that we chase after sometimes. And you know, you know this. I'm not talking about so much like uh, you know trying to get a house or whatever. You know, even though we chase after those things and we fill our life with those things, but you know, we do need a house, we do need cars, we need jobs, we need careers because we need to put food on the table and look after our families. I want to get a bit deeper. It's more the, the need to fill our life and chase after this thing that's never enough. See, Jesus, I think this is what Jesus is talking about here. He's actually talking about, um, you know, gaining the whole world. It's like, it's, it's almost as if, if we can't have enough of it. We just need to keep putting more of it in our life as if uh, it's just never... Uh, enough and I think we just really need to to look at what drives that desire in the first place why do we need to gain the whole world in the first place you know um, we all have this desire this is a, a part of being human and I think Jesus knew this he knew when he was talking to his disciples that um, we all want to fill our life with joy happiness and we'll, we'll chase external things to fill that void and Jesus is actually saying uh, you can't fill that void with these things. You, you actually can't find happiness and peace and rest by chasing after these things. He said, the only way you can do that is by following after me and dying to these things. And so today, how do we actually then, if this is what Jesus is saying, because, you know, when I was a Christian and uh, working in welfare, I still got to that place. I, I was following Jesus. But I had to go deeper and find out what was actually underlying though that this desire to keep filling my life and this is where I want to get to today 
how do we get to that place? And we, we must actually um, dig deep. We must, we must take time to, to look at what is underlying the, what is driving these desires, this need to, you know, maybe it's, uh, it's a position or a title or maybe it's um, uh, a bigger house or, or maybe it's, you know, the latest technology or the latest fashion or maybe it's a relationship that, you know, that can actually serve you because of the position they hold or, or maybe it's the approval of others. You, you really desire to please others and this, this need to a, of approval and, and become something. And I, I think once we look at these things for what they are, there's nothing wrong in and of themselves. It's more uh, the unhealthy attachment we have to them. And, you know, once we, we dig deep into discovering what that is, we can then um, figure out, okay, what is this a symptom of? How do, we, how do we move past this and put it in a healthy place in our life? And so we really need to, to take the time. How do we identify this desire? And I think we do that by... Uh, taking some time out and self-reflecting on our life. You know, one of the greatest things uh, for me was when I, and I've told this story many times, uh, was just being able to be on the mower as a groundskeeper and just listening to God's word and worship music and really reflecting on my life. It's like you remove everything else and you get to a place of isolation and you, and you, you really reflect on why you do what you do. And having that time to do that was actually really healthy because I was able to, to really just strip it all back and go, okay, look, well, why do I need a bigger house? And why do I need a bigger car? Or why do I need a certain job? Or do these things actually make me happy? Or, or actually, are they a burden? And really being able to weigh those things up really took a lot of pressure off. Also, that these other underlying patterns of behavior that I had that were unhealthy uh, you know th the routine of my life the th um, the food that I was eating like all these things I was able to step back and, and really reflect on my life and go oh well what's these things aren't serving me anymore what do I need how do I update these things or change these things and so taking some time back time out and just reflecting on um, who I was and what I was about was really key to to identifying those areas but there are there are uh, these unconscious desires that we have like we can't always see them ourselves. we have blind spots and you know we make decisions all the time about uh, you know what we do with our time uh, from moment to moment or from day to day or week to week or long term and we make them uh, unconsciously we just you know spare the moment oh I'm doing this now or I'm doing that or I want to do this and it's like there's not much thought about it because we have never really stopped to think about why we do those things. And it's, and it's not until we uh, take the time to really look at those things and really figure out what they are. And I think we really need someone else to tell us sometimes. And so we need to get uh, friends and family to, to give us some healthy feedback. You know, during my time, I actually went and saw plenty of counsellors because I needed someone to give me some... Uh, framework and understanding of why I did what I did and that's what they're trying to do that's what counsellors do and so um, I'd encourage you if you're stuck in a rut go and, go and spend some time doing that go and make an appointment go and um, go and see your doctor and, and get a healthcare 
mental health care plan, you can get some free sessions. Like these are all practical things you can do uh, to find out what drives you to do what you do. And um, so once you identify these areas, um, you know, self-reflection, um, maybe talking to some friends or family. See, I, I think another key thing other than just a counsellor is maybe you need to ask a friend to say to give you some healthy feedback or a family member, someone who you can trust, someone who can actually speak the truth in love. So we can all have people who speak the truth. And we don't tend to listen to that too much because we don't respect what they say. But if we have someone who we care about, who we invite to speak into our life, uh, they can actually give us a perspective on things that we can't see. This is those blind spots on the things that we um, can't see. So I'd encourage you, go and, go and invite that person who you trust in your life to, to just come and give you uh, some constructive feedback about the different things in your life and why you do what you do. So we all need those people in our life. We only have a certain perspective of our life that is through the lens of uh, our, you know, our vision into the world. We don't get to see how we we operate and so just creating some self-awareness through uh, friends and family is really important as well and so uh, being able to do that was really healthy I, I have certain people especially my wife and uh, people that I look up to who who I allow to speak into my life and and these are people like mentors and pastors and leaders and uh, lifelong friends that who I allow to speak in my life and will actually pull me up on stuff when I'm not doing what I said I was going to do. They're, they're the people that we need to help identify these things. But once we identify them, what do we then do with them? So we can't just stop at the identification phase. See, I, when I was looking up to what was draining the battery on my phone, it was no good just to uh, look up the information and then do nothing about it. I then had to go about uh, making those changes and, you know, you know, I, I had to regularly shut, you know, go into that app section on your phone where you can close the apps. And but I then had to go into the settings uh, in my phone and make some um, adjustments to the settings. That uh, you know, things like apps refreshing in the background or location services that didn't need to be on that were all draining the process um, or going through the processor on your phone, draining the battery. And in the same way, we need to. Uh, then take the information that we've received about uh, you know, the things that are in our life that are causing this deeper desire to fill our life with stuff and really then go about making the changes. You know, Maybe it's the need for approval and you, you don't really know who you are because you want everyone else to tell you who you are. And you know, the change you might need is that you just need to go and find out who God says you are because he's the one that created you and be comfortable in what he says about you. Or maybe you need to get some rid of some things out of your life. Maybe you've just actually got too much because you're trying to obtain all these things that think that you think you need. And really they're just a symptom to a much um, deeper issue going on your life in your life because you can't bear the thought of being alone with yourself. That, that scares you a bit. Or, or maybe if you attain um, you know, the, the career that you want, that people will look at you in a certain way and that will make you feel like something... You know, when you get to the, the core issue of what drives your behaviour, it's then that you can then uh, match that up against, against what uh, God says about you and, and you can then start to let go of some of those things in your life. You know, I think Jesus really identifies that in this scripture where he says, um, 
you know, if anyone wants to come and follow me, they must deny themselves and take up their cross. See, when we deny ourselves and take up our cross, we're actually choosing to follow Jesus and his ways. And Jesus' ways are actually way better than our ways. And, uh, you know, his word actually says, for his uh, burden is, uh, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. See, I think we can actually get caught up as Christians thinking we have to get on this um, uh, spinning wheel as if we need to start working for God and and trying to um, build the kingdom as if uh, we're earning our way into heaven and trying to get God's approval. And I just don't think that that is God's way. See, God's way is, yes, there will be time seasons that are hard, but uh, he actually... If we uh, lean into him and get our strength from him, he will give us the ability and the strength to get through those things rather than doing it in our own strength. And when you look at it, it's really, if you strip it back, it's the desire of how you go about that. Are you trying to prove yourself to God or are you operating from a place where God already approves of you? And And that would be the difference between what gives you strength and what drains your strength. And so uh, it's really important that we... we once we identify those things, well, that we don't just uh, continue on the way we are, that we actually make the changes necessary um, once we have identified them. And I think this is an ongoing process. We, we don't do this overnight. You know, these experiences that I've had, usually they're just a key moment in your life that help you to reflect and go, ah, oh, okay, what do I need to change? And then you spend the next, you know, months or years addressing those areas and re- and um, refining them and getting better at them and, and making new habits and all those sorts of things. Uh, maybe getting better at rest or going to bed early or, or you know, praying more and relying on God more. These, these things take time. But as you build them into your life, you actually get yourself to a place where you operate uh, at a much better level where you then don't have up and ups and downs so much. You, you, can, uh, you end up being in a more level playing field of just consistently getting up and, and really relying on God and doing it in his strength rather than your strength. And so that is really the goal uh, of my message today is, is, you know, how do we identify those those things in our life that are draining us? And I, I would encourage you, uh, there is always something much deeper than than we think is going on uh, that drives our behaviour to, to live a certain way. And we try and uphold these things to, to uh, you know, to live this certain life that we think is the life that we need to live. And God is saying, you don't need that. You can let that go and you can come follow me. You know, I think during this uh, isolation, d- during the restrictions that we have right now, you know, we actually have a great opportunity to, to, I guess, use this time to look at some of these areas in our life. You know, Sundays, we're not, for me and for a lot of you, we're, we're usually quite busy on a Sunday. We're here early, we're getting ready to do our um, rostered positions for volunteering and, and we take up half a day on Sunday and, and there is a place for that. And, but at the moment we're in a season now where we can actually use this time as a time of rest. You know, we, we can get up and I think we should all be doing the, the online service and, and engaging that because I think that that's a, um, a good habit to be in um, and a good thing to prioritise. Um, and a good thing to do as families together and to keep connecting and hearing God's word. But I think there is all this other time around it that we can actually use to, to maybe just rest and take some time out. 
maybe talk to your family members and say, hey, are there areas in my life that, that need addressing that, uh, you know, and inviting that feedback and, and creating healthy connection in that way. So, you know, this, this time we can feel like we need to, because we're not doing as much, we can feel like we need to fill it with heaps more. And I would encourage you, look at why you think you need to keep filling it with stuff. You know, that's that deeper thing that I'm talking about. Why, why do you feel like uh, maybe that you're failing if you're not busy? Or, you know, why do you need to just keep adding more to your plate? And, you know, this time during, uh, you know, this, this restriction time, I'd encourage you, use this time wisely. We won't, I don't think we'll have this time again. You know, once um, things go back to normal, you know, going to back to work and being there nine to five or whatever your job is and, um, you know, Sunday's ramping up again and, and you know, we start to get in our volunteer roles or uh, whatever it is, you know, sport gets going again and Saturdays are filled up again. Like, you know, that time will come. And God's word says there is, there is a season for everything. And I think we're in a season of forced rest at the moment. And I, I think it would be silly of us to, to not use that time wisely because I, don't, I think uh, the biggest regret we could have is then to be looking back at that time and thinking, oh, I wish I used that time much better rather than coming back tired before we kick off again. Let's come back rest, rested, and just uh, using this time wisely to, to look at some of those areas in our life that maybe we might need to update some settings and, and close a few things and readjust our lives in a way that is way more healthy uh, so that when we come back, we can actually do it well and do it with strength. And so I just wanted to encourage you with that today. Uh, I, I want to leave you with this scripture before I pray. Uh, uh, do a couple of prayers this morning. So Matthew 6 verse 28 to 33 says, And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labour or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendour was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which are here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough of its own. You know, I think it's so easy to, during this time, to just uh, get caught up worrying about what's next. And, and, and I, I just encourage you, God knows where you're at and what you're going through. And I just encourage you to use this time to just, just reassess your life and figure out what matters. Like, what, things of, what areas of your life do you, do you need to line up with God's ways during this time? You know, I'd love to pray a quick, uh, a quick prayer for you right now and then I'm going to lead you in another prayer after that. So let me pray for you now. Dear Jesus, I thank you that you uh, know the beginning from the end. You actually know uh, what we're going to say before we even say it. You know uh, the, the most intimate details of our life, Lord God. And so, Lord, today I just ask that wherever we are, whatever we're doing, you know, just in our lounge rooms or at someone else's house, Lord God, that you would actually uh, use this time to 
really dig deep into our hearts and reveal those things that aren't of you, Lord, those desires, those wants, those unhealthy things that drive us to, to fill our life uh, with what you call trying to gain the whole world, Lord God. And help us to die to those things and help us to give them over to you, Lord God. And help us to take up our cross and follow after you. Lord, I pray after this, um, you know, this restriction time when, when we start to uh, come back together as a church and meeting on Sundays, that we would come back rejuvenated, Lord. That we would come back with uh, you know, uh, energy and strength and full of life and joy for the future, Lord. And so, Lord, I just pray this over every single person today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message. To stay in touch with Encounter, follow us on Instagram at encounter.cc or find us on Facebook at encounter.shepparton.